0: I know that you're trying to fix me, but I don't want fix me, but I don't want to be like you. Keep your stupid job, pretend that you're the person you want it to be. <laughs> and you're dying at the work, but work until you die. And you're dying at the work, but work until you die. You're dying not the work, but work until you die. You're dying, 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 dying inside. Say no, I'm not.
1: Good morning, Internet, and welcome to the Marcus Morning Radio Show. That is right. We are here. We are Marcus. Get used to it. So, uh, allegedly, one of the lies of the OBS upgrade was that cameras stop your webcams. This bitch-ass titty-fucker right here. Damn it, there was my eight-second rule for YouTube. Good thing I'm not monetized. So supposedly, when you set up this fucking thing, it's supposed to keep the settings. But it don't no mo. It don't do it no more. So every time I load this bitch, I got to, to do it again. How annoying. <laughs> Isn't that annoying? Well, you know it's not annoying? The Marcus Morning Radio Show. That's right. The one place on the internet that you and you alone are blessed to be here. Um, let's turn off that... Uh, the Hello Fresh because we're not in a, the sponsored portion yet. Um, but j- thank you for having that going. Um, but yes, we are here. It is Tuesday, February 7th. It is a wild... Jesus. Um, I, sorry, in the corner of my thing, I had a German Shepherd fighting off a leopard, or a leopard, and uh, just, you know... That's a wild thing to look at. It caught my attention. It caught my attention. Um, and Delta Patcher says Fly attendant told wife she has a stupid face. This is news, y'all. This is news. This is what we talk about from our from our major news networks, right? We have <laughs> we have people being said you got a stupid face, and then Jim Carrey leaving an LA home after thirty years. That's news. That's news. To us. It is just. It is unbelievable. You know, and I love it. Because what is life besides just a collaboration of idiots all trying to figure out what the hell we're doing wrong? Because that's what it is. That is what it is. That is the narrative. It doesn't matter if you're a kid. It doesn't matter if you're an old man or an old woman. You go through the majority of your life identifying problems, talking about how stupid they are, and then doing something about those aforementioned problems. That is life. The cyclical uh, uh, game loop of life. And honestly, it's kind of fun because solving, like for me at least, solving problems is fun. It's an enjoyable experience to to do because you get a lot of satisfaction after the fact, right? So it's just like that's what we're here. That's what we're here to do. On the Marcus Morning Radio show, we are talking about the crazy world that is us. What is what exactly is going on, and what can we do, if anything, about it? (laughs) Well, one thing that I wanna talk about because it's interesting. It is a great example of the 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 inherent risks of advancement, right? So ultimately, who knows what PVC is? PVC pipe, it's that wonderful plastic pipe that is everywhere from plumbing to um, conduits for electrical to hobbies on the weekend people use PVC pipe for all kinds of things well there's a chemical that makes up this PVC pipe and believe it or not like most chemicals what's up storyteller extra you beautiful beautiful people right but like most things in the world that are advanced the raw components of them are very very deadly very deadly now once we put it all together allegedly you're fine But when these raw components that we use to make plastics and electronics and batteries, like all these wonderful advancements through chemicals, right, that we have in their raws form, we have to move them around. They have to go to plants. They have to be extracted. They have to be made. They have to be shipped from this plant to this plant. And all these plants are across the countries, man, if not the world. We have global enterprise, global production. Okay, extra. Do you not know what PVC is, but essentially we had a little issue in Ohio, a derailed train cars in Ohio are being drained of the toxic chemical amid a mass evacuation. That's right. Nearly 2000 residents of the Eastern Ohio remained under evacuation orders as of Monday as railroad crews drained and burned off a toxic chemical from the five tanker cars of a freight of a freight train that derailed in a fiery wreck. So here's what happened, right? You got this choo-choo train chugging along like chugga it, chugga it, chugga it, chugga. It. It's got all the world's chemicals. All of our PC or PVC pipes reliant on these chemicals, right? Well, unfortunately, there was some fuckery afoot. Okay, we had a train derailment, which is a big deal. Based off of the initial claims, um, people said that they think that it was an axle error right they saw one of the axles like locked up It was dragon sparks caused the derailment Bada bing, bada boom We got a bunch of freight trains or a bunch of tankers full of I'm trying to look for the damn it they're They really him and ha around calling what it is because they know everybody will look it up and f- panic it's I'll get there. So anyway what had happened is when a train derailment it's a big deal y'all you have hundreds of thousands of pounds of um weight that is more or less free rolling okay you gotta remember when it comes to a train so much of a train's uh motion is momentum it takes a really long time to get going and it takes a really long time to slow down and the whole reason for that is a big boy rolling down a hill tends to not stop. It's no different for a train. A big-ass train rolling on steel tracks won't stop unless equal and opposite, and in this case, greater force slows it down. So when you have a train derailment, it's not so simple as like, oh, here we go, hit the brakes. No, you have a train derailment, and you have to stand there and go, man, I really hope this stops soon. Because that's what happens the train keeps rolling it keeps going until that energy that stored um, momentum is done and a lot of times what happens when these train cars derail is they accordion up right because essentially you have the force stops in the front you have all of the energy still pushing and it just like crushes itself into this like accordion of train of train cars well, the problem is, is when these train cars are filled with—I can't find the chemical—but um, when the when it's filled with this PVC chemical, here it is, polyvinyl chloride. So, while this polyvinyl chloride, they label this thing as immediate death, immediate death, because what they're going to do is because they're worried about a catastrophic explosion of these tankers. They're actually going to punch a hole in the side of the of the tank and they dug out a trench and all this chemical is going to flow into this trench and they have it, they're going to light it on fire and they're going to burn it off. Well, essentially what's going to happen is you're going to have a death cloud. And I'm not kidding. When I say death cloud, I mean, if you're in this de- cloud, you die within like a minute, they're saying. Okay. So what they're doing is a mass evacuation. They're doing a mass burn off of this chemical in hopes of not having there be an explosion. Now, here's the thing, y'all. <laughs> I think this is a very stupid idea. I'm not kidding. I'm, I think this is, this is just as stupid as when they blew up that whale on the coast of like North Carolina or something. Okay, this is, a, this is, this is the perfect example of somebody is in charge who has had a cushy life and a cushy job for too long, and all they've done is train, all they've done is CBT, computer-based training, right? And then when a real emergency hits, they're like, light it on fire, because it's the best idea my stupid brain can come up with. And that is when, we, when you get a government that is so bloated that their actual job no longer matters, you get unqualified individuals making bad calls. Okay, I uh, trust me. I have been in these meetings of morons, where these people who are in charge, just for the sake of existing, they've they they're in a position of authority, and they go, okay, we're gonna. Any ideas? You know, and they, but they're the ones who are ultimately in charge. So even if they don't have a good idea. The amount of pressure getting put down on these people to do something, you can't just sit there, man. You gotta do something, people are scared. They don't have the qualifications to make people less scared, so they give in to the peer pressure of people with bad ideas. Digging a trench and lighting a bunch of chemicals on fire because we're scared it's gonna explode is not the better option. There's just, come on. We can't do better than this. This just recently happened too, within the last like five to 10 years, there was another big chemical spill. I actually think it happened in Colorado and the same deal. They're like, well, you know, it should be fine. Cause one of the the people from the EPA said, as of this moment, it is not affecting the drinking supply, but we'll let you know. And it's, are you stupid? What do you mean? How can you have such arrogance? How can you have such arrogance? It ain't your water. That ain't your water, because I guarantee you if it was your town, you would be spending more time. You'd be spending more time trying to find a better solution than pour it into a hole and light it on fire. Like in 2023, that is the best we can come up with, man. And I understand it's an emergency. I understand that like, oh, God. But you're telling me that this department of assholes never thought, you know, should we have a plan that if we have a chemical or a or a a train that derails full of chemicals how we would you know mitigate that issue what else are you there for what other existence does your life serve as an epa employee rather than coming up with this shit man your whole job is to figure out how to regulate issues that don't exist and the very few times you ever find a job that you or a reason that you exist to show up you fuck it up Flint, Michigan, any more people you wanna kill with some lead poisoning? How about that damn dam that you guys popped a hole into and literally drained out millions of gallons of poisonous water? I wish I could remember where this one was, but I just remember going, this was their, this was their plan. Their, the EPA's plan to stop this pollution was to open the, the dam and be like, well, and I just, it goes to show every, it, it, any good idea, no matter how much the Environmental Protection Agency should be good, the concept of the Environmental Protection Agency should be to save the world. And if you have such a philanthropic mindset, how you get so mismanaged is absolutely beyond me. So to the people in Ohio, <laughs> um, so Dwayne
2: Dwine
1: Okay, the Columbia. Okay, so the people of Columbiana County Just stay safe, man. Evacuate, do what you got to do because ultimately this is being horribly mishandled and It's your you guys are the ones who have to live there after they all get to go home after fucking this up. So don't forget that. Don't forget that they're doing their best, but their best is really poor. So enjoy this music while we reload and get into the next topic. We're talking AI bias. We're talking Hogwarts legacy, man. It is. It's going to be a good Tuesday. Enjoy.
3: Round and round and round we go. The dancing over show sure is still the same. Love the ways you make us home. Would you say?
1: All right, T. That was a really small part of Eric Furlholms. There's still time. But before that, we had Playing Safe by Roof. Roof? Come on, man. What do you I mean, why don't you just call yourself toilet paper? I just you're come on roof. I'm sure it means something to them. If at least you hope, right? Maybe maybe they got their idea for the band. One day they were up on up on their roof sniffing glue. And they're like, hey, let's make some music. And they did. And then they ended up they gave up the addiction. They got rid of the glue, and they ultimately decided that music was their calling not glue sniffing but i can tell you what as we continue to sniff the glue and and and, and breathe in the chemicals being burned in ditches and have our brains uh, literally altered by watching tiktok we got to hang on because there's more stuff coming who's heard of artificial intelligence who's heard of chat gpt i've heard of both and i can tell you There's some uh, interestingly cool stuff going on right now. So, of course, as we find new technology, here's more or less the cycle, right? The cycle is new technology is discovered by scientists. Scientists release the information. The information is then picked up by the people who are paying the close attention, and those are more or less the purveyors of new information. Well, depending on how the purveyors of new information feel like they want to... Uh, share this information, they start taking what is at starts as factual data, relatively unbiased, depending on the source. And they start to turn that boring nerd jargon into a consumable product for the masses. The masses being us, right? So as they, as they alter and change the information selectively to make it appeal more or less to the individuals so that it is more consumable, more understandable and more ultimately uh, uh, accessible to, to people who understand the topic less and less, as the, as the information becomes made available for more people, it is therefore less uh, quality. Like there's way less quality. I believe in that in most facets of the world. Mass production has done amazing things, but it's also made it so that 80% of our apple juice is from china so in a world of like uh you know you can be efficient but you can also be right i choose when it comes to to news make sure you're right so, well anyway all of that nonsensical nonsense aside the point is chat gpt is an artificial intelligence language-based model or language bottle that more or less is google if it tried to pretend it was your grandma. You know, it, it, it's Google with a personality. It's more than just, hey, find me this aggregate information. It's, hey, explain to me this information that you found. And, and it does a surprisingly amazing job at it. It really does. But what it doesn't do very well is um, unbiasedly take in the information. So if anybody, if you guys are, Fletch, what's up, Fletch? If you guys are anything like me at all, okay, you understand that you can, that the internet itself, the internet is not the world. It's really not. It is, the internet is a part of, the, of humanity that if people acted the way they did online, we would not have a society left. That is the truth. Because of the nature of the internet, it has more or less destroyed what you know millions of years of socializing has created. It still exists. It just barely exists on the internet, right? And now as the world is evolving to make the internet as common as, say, the wheel, because we're truly working towards that, so will our humanity. I, I think given enough time, the internet will become... You know this pair relationship of it's not so weird right like people people online and people offline there's not like this distinct line between i can be like this online because and i don't and i can't be it offline man i am i am struggling with keeping my not making stupid i'm making stupid points um i'm saying i'm making smart points stupidly that's what i'm saying But ultimately, we have this weird uh, phenomenon where people think if it's on the internet, it doesn't matter. And also, another group of people that says the internet is the only thing that matters in terms of society. But then you have the reality that that's just not the case. The internet right now is no different than the magazines of the past or the, you know, it's ultimately, it's new. It truly is new. And that is why people act so stupid on it because they think since... It's not real life. I can give death threats and still consider myself a good person, you know? (laughs) And that just is not the case. But we will save that for the Hogwarts story. What I wanna talk about right now is when it comes to the new technology, okay? A lot of times what comes out is new technology bad, new technology the best thing ever. Those are the two narratives that get created. And then the middle, is the truth that a new technology exists that's ultimately flawed? And here are the reasons that it's flawed. Okay, so ChatGPT, I'm gonna try to do better. So, ChatGPT is a language model that you can type in, Hey, ChatGPT, will you write me a 500 word essay on why um, balloons are dangerous for infants? And it'll be like, Sure, Billy. And it'll write you out, honestly, a pretty good essay. You really gotta do your homework to make sure that it's pulling from good information, but at its core, ChatGPT is fantastic. Language models like this are super cool. They are what Google should be. If you've ever watched Star Trek and watched them go, computer, bring, um, what's going on? And it's like, well, Captain, this is exactly what's going on. That is ChatGPT. It is, a, it is how we can interact with a, a data set without having to do the thinking ourselves. So the problem is though is what happens when because the internet is not as real as we like to think it does and it's very biased and very emotionally charged and the information on the internet tends to not be the best information available, how do you avoid a biased AI? How do you make an AI that doesn't have political affiliations. Because when an AI is trying to understand um, the world, it only has the available knowledge from before, from what people have written. And if the big money on the internet is bias, society splitting information, what do you think will happen with with this AI? It's going to become bias if the if the information it is given is biased it will be biased the same as a person the same as a brain you know and that i think is a part that these people who focus too much on the future isn't figuring out they don't understand that the reason that the information that chat gpt gives is biased is because the information that it is pulling from is biased it's it's truly that simple and i know how all of that happens is extremely complicated i'm not downplaying how it's very difficult to make an unbiased program <clears throat> but what i am saying is that pretending that there's not a bias is bad right that is where the optics become very skewed. you know i went on to ChatGPT, gpt and we had a nice little conversation which i'm going to turn into a video but essentially, I don't really care if it'll write a poem about Biden, but not Trump. I don't really care if it'll write a poem about trans rights, but not about straight rights. That's no, that's the flavor of the week, right? That's the I care about this, so be mad. I don't know. Go fuck yourself forever. I don't care about your one individual thing that, you're, that you believe is better than every other thing, okay? They don't like the capital gains tax. You don't like the bathroom thing. They don't like the laptop thing. It's flavor of the week okay I don't buy into the flavor of the week but what I do buy into is the long-term depreciation of knowledge I I have a huge hard-on for stopping people from creating new victims and that's what chat GPT is as we sat down and had this conversation I was like so tell me chat, chat GPT in a in a essay of 500 words or less um, can you please explain to me why you are why you don't feel it's appropriate to write an essay about Trump? And those were the conversations I asked. And believe it or not, as much as it was a biased explanation, the explanation it gave truly helped me understand. Like, oh yeah, this I know exactly why you believe what you believe. Uh, artificial intelligence. I make them cite the sources. I'd say cite your sources. And if, they do, if the AI didn't cite the source, I would say reword or um, give me or answer that question again while clarifying these uh, things and then cite your sources. And it would say, okay, well, it, based off of this article written in 2012 stating that Trump was you know dividing the nation it makes sense that people would not trust him and da 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 and i'm like interesting cuz based off of the information that it's pulling from yep i get it man yeah i kn- i know why you're biased cuz you are pulling from biased sources and the problem is is you have to train an ai that understands what bias looks like and that holy cow unbelievably difficult right unbelievably difficult to as a human even identify what most biases are let alone as a human know how to train away a that bias in a in an artificial mind i mean we are talking these people are trying to swim without feet and you can swim without feet you just have to learn how to do it and that's exactly what these people are doing man so <sighs> um, so big part of the, the chat, the AI for me, right? The big part of the AI for me is people are giving it too much credit. They're making a big deal out of a bias that honestly is so unbelievably explainable. And that's where as I'm watching all these content creators, and they're all talking about, like, look at the lib AI. It's like, no, nah, man, you guys aren't getting the point. All you wanna do is find another reason to fight with the other the other side. All you wanna do is do the, um. all you wanna do is like get ammunition to volley, right? You wanna, ah, fuck those libs, look what they're doing. No, no, look at the problem. Look at the root core of our problem. Why is this happening? Why is the AI bias? It's because we won't stop fighting each other and there's huge money in division. There's crazy money in division. And as soon as we stop playing the division game, AI will start to be way less biased, man. This this technology is in its utmost infancy. And what it does is amazing. It's amazing. If I knew about ChatGPT when I was in school, I would have A's every class, except for math, because even then, I still wouldn't have done my homework. (laughs) You know? But the point is, we need to stop going like all or nothing on everything we do. If some AI internet program on, on a website is saying Trump bad, Biden good, okay, fair enough. Do you see my point? Do you see how I have no follow-up because a rational person would just move on from that? We need to stop making millions of dollars, billions of dollars on talking about stupid shit. Okay, I wanna stop seeing headlines that say Delta passenger called her a stupid face. 101,000 clicks on that damn article. So as much as I'm using ChatGP to get you to click on my links, you got we gotta stop getting mad at this stuff, y'all. We gotta stop getting mad at it. We need to understand better what it is and how little it matters until, we need to know how little it matters until it's strong enough to matter. That doesn't mean we ignore it. That doesn't mean that we allow it to just continue. It just means that when we talk about it, talk about it from a place of knowledge. Talk about it from a place of understanding. Talk about it from a place of the future. Don't talk about it on how it proves that your enemies are wrong. Because then all you're doing is telling the world that you have enemies. I'm here to tell the world to do better because I don't want any enemies. So let's do it better together. Each and every one of us.
3: Trust you and jump down I'll keep my status quo up here Won't let anybody come near I'll fix it on my own 29 years I've been the same Trying so hard to run from shame But how long can I keep up the pace To fool myself I don't need grace. show sure. sure.
1: That was Hard to Let Go by Vulcan Peaks. Ooh, I like that name. Because Vulcan, you know, being the aliens from Star Trek, they got them pointy ears, you know, they uh, put down, they push down all their emotions. Uh, they got green blood. You know, the, the Vulcans. Well, anyway, Vulcan Peaks. I bet you they're talking about the ears. I bet you. Yeah, I'm a betting man. And I'd, put, I'd put a little money on it. Okay, but one thing, another thing that I would definitely put my money on is that it doesn't matter what it is. Somebody going to be pissed, whether it's a political thing, it's a uh, video game thing or anything in between there. If you create something and you have any opinion ever in your whole life, there is an entire subsect of society that will spend their entire waking life to try to put you down and stop you from succeeding, which is wild to me. It is absolutely wild to me that there are not only, and it's not even like a small group of people. There's a massive group of extremely loud people who spend their entire lives doing nothing except searching for outrage and then screaming about it on the internet. There's good money in it. There's good money in being a freaking curmudgeon piece of shit who has no happiness in their life at all. But uh, you know what the worst thing is? Is your money ain't gonna buy you anything that matters. You're just gonna die alone and sad and full of hate and scream about how the world made your life horrible when in reality, you just made your life horrible. You don't need to always be a warrior. You don't need to always fight this imaginary battle to find your value and your your worth and your existence. You're so much more than your political beliefs and your ideologies and your, your cold levels of involvement when it comes to social issues. You are more than that. Cause I promise you, if you've lived your whole life off of statistics, you haven't lived a day in your life. If you go off and say, well, 80% of shut, stop, stop. What is your firsthand experience on this? Then stop. If you have no firsthand experience, you need to calm down. This ain't your life. And that doesn't mean that if you're not living it, you can't share an opinion. Because that's another thing that those people who just hate everything try to say. Well, you know, you're not a professor. So what is your... No, asshole. You're right. I'm not a professor. So I have real life experience. I'm, I'm pulling from firsthand experience. I'm not pulling from a book. That was written in the 50s. And you're just saying that it's well no, man, this it's a book. And therefore that information is more valid. I disagree. Completely and totally. Especially in a world where you can make up your own titles, you can make up your own qualifications, you know, and just say that you're right. And I you're not. You're not right. Right? (laughs) I need more money to prove this more. And that's exactly the thing. We need more money to change the world for the better, but this isn't about money. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because if it's not about money, it's about power. And what does power tend to get you? Money. So I don't care what any of these moral high ground people say. If you're selling a book, selling an article, selling a website, you are not doing it for the right reasons. So there's been no better example of this than right now with the Hogwarts Legacy. Hogwarts, the game, in the book series over the last whatever amount of time has been rotten controversy. I disagree. I think some really bored people on the internet have found something to hate and they are hating it with all of their might. Because ultimately the idea of turning around, changing your mind, maybe apologizing for the pain you brought is completely and totally off the table. There's no world that exists where they are even allowed to consider that they are wrong. So what happens when you have a war being fought by ignorant warriors who think that no matter what, they are right? Well, a good example of that is for decades. After World War II, they still found Japanese warriors fighting the war in the jungles. There's a famous book about one, a dude who was there forever. But there's a lot of smaller examples that weren't as famous. But the point being, if you are so indoctrinated in your war, in your battle, that you can't even see the possibility that after years the war's over, you're, you're gone, man. You have lost touch. You have lost what it means to be human. You are now living for your principles. You are now living for this imaginary um uh I don't want to say war but you're you're essentially living in a fantasy land of enemies that don't exist anymore. Okay? So when it comes to military, I mean that's kind of an ex- that's an extreme level, right? Is your brain gets warped and you're just everyone's an enemy and if I leave, I will be killed and it's a fight or flight thing, it's a survival thing. Okay? But what happens when you have people who are living in a normal society? who can go to the store and buy stuff and go online and like they can work. They have all the rights of everybody else, but for some reason they have completely convinced themselves that that's not the case because they're living in a false narrative. That's really bad for society when we encourage that because what happens is when you get a bunch of frustrated, alienated people, a lot of times as soon as they can, they will lash out. And this, from right now, we have a lot of with the LGP two T um, stuff with a lot of racism right now. But just rewind, y'all, rewind, go back. Okay, we've been doing this forever. We it's so cyclical at this point. You could you could form an economy around it. You could say, and I'm telling you, they do, man. But you get to this point where, yeah, echo. You get to a point where echo chambers truly collapse. They break down all of this like false narrative that won't that wasn't based off of anything real. It it collapses, man. It's a cardboard house. The first rain, it just it just done. Can't do anything about it. So what happens when your entire life is predetermined based off of this ideological war that you've never even seen the battlefield of? You're reporting on this war from the comfort of your own home. And it's just it's sad because I I know what it means to feel like you're the victim. I know what it means to feel like you know the world is out to get you and I'm here to tell you that you are making those enemies up. There are bad people that exist absolutely. But the chances you're going to run into them off the internet are so low, so low. And for the people who have experienced the bad parts of the world, and they know about the the war that actually exists, man. Most of the time, those you see a lot of those people take the high ground because they've lived it firsthand. They have chosen to live a better life already. But they don't, or they and but the people what helped them become that? Like what helped them gave that revelation? Like, this ain't what I want to do. I don't want to be a gangbanger anymore. I don't want to be homeless anymore. I don't want to have to worry about getting stabbed whenever I wear this color anymore. Those people, the exceptions to the rule, I'm telling you, man, nobody has a better perspective on what it means to be a good person than the ones who have lived it. So stop trying to claim this false badge of oppression. You didn't earn it, man. You don't get the Purple Heart unless you took the bullet. Just because I was in the military doesn't mean that I go around spouting off about all these things that I'm entitled to because of the what other people have done. Live
2: your life
1: for yourself and then attempt to influence others' lives only when it is possible. Or, uh, the word I'm thinking of, uh, it starts with a P and it's positive is the word I'm thinking of, okay? You really shouldn't be interfering in somebody's life unless you're trying to make their lives better. Now, granted, sometimes does that mean that you have to have an uncomfortable conversation? Sure, but those uncomfortable conversations could save somebody from a life of anger and hatred and like just short-sighted living. Because I don't want anybody to be that way. Like that is such a, it's such an angry way to live. But as Hogwarts legacy Is going on right now right now it's the top selling game ps5 xbox and pc pre-launch okay so not only has the controversy made this game explode a game that is pushing forward in spite of the controversy is succeeding 10x and it just goes to show don't play the game don't play the game because right now anybody who's playing the hogwarts legacy game as in the drama of it, is losing. People who are defending it, people who are attacking it, people who are doing anything other than talking about what Hogwarts is, they're just contributing to the fight, which you could argue is kind of what I'm doing. But I want the fight to end, man. I don't. I think if you don't want it, don't get it. <laughs> if you do want it, do get it. And stop fighting a war that you're just not in. Pull your head up and breathe. Learn to love. Learn to love. Because the world needs more of it. And apparently Harry, Harry Potter's got a cool lightning bolt on his head or something. I don't know. I never, I never watched the show. But I heard it was good. I heard it was good. all righty my friends i like this i like i like the vibe and the direction of the talking that is happening today and let me tell you why there's a couple reasons so when i'm when i'm not at my best when i'm not at my peak you know i i do i'm one of those people that thinks way too much about the world Right, I think too much about, is it okay if I say this? Is it okay if I don't say that? Who's going to be offended? Who's not going to be offended? It's a fucking exhausting, man. It's exhausting. And it's not always negative. I don't always do it. like It's not always like, oh, I can't say that because someone will yell at me. It's like, no, I don't want to say that because I don't want to hurt my friend's feelings. It's one of those situations. But there's a degree of you can only do that so much before you start to lose your mind and you start to trade pieces of yourself that you, it's hard to get back, man. Like, that's the kind of currency. You can't just sell a testicle because you want to buy a Lamborghini. I mean, one, testicles don't get you that much. Yeah, can you imagine if the testicles would add value? But, like, you can't just... You can't live your life for others. You cannot... Unless you're... um, Who was that saint? Uh, I am having... My brain is off today. My recall is gone. I don't know why. I barely... I've I've really been cutting down on smoking and even today I haven't even had like a full bowl and I just I don't know maybe sobriety is making me stupid I don't know I can't recall names Mother Teresa even Mother Teresa probably had some selfish desires y'all you it's so important to be that well-rounded individual before you take on the world right you really need to be comfortable in your own skin Before you try to change or adapt who you are to be accommodating to strangers. Because I can tell you, man, even people you've known for a long time, you can have uh, misunderstandings that lead to conflict. And people who are good friends talk about it, people who aren't don't. And the world keeps moving on. But ultimately, if you're at a good place before you try to conquer strangers, you will be so much. You will be in such a better place, man. You truly will be in such a better place for the long run. Because when somebody who uh, maybe has an issue, has a conflict, you're going to be able to talk about it like adults and maintain a friendship rather than just going online and being like, and just, you know, that's the thing. We need to continue to talk to each other because I want to bring that into that digital realm. You know, because ultimately, here's what my concern. Here's the worry. Here's as we wrap it up, the future. If left unchanged, we'll be great.
4: Mm -hmm.
1: Now, will it be wonderful? That's yet to be determined. The history of man is a crazy one. We go up and down and sideways. It's nuts. But one thing that I can tell you is as time continues and we make sure that we are living the lives that we want the future
2: generations to live.
1: That's why I feel so good about the world, man. I just, I know no matter how much I talk about it, no matter how much I bring up all the negative things, I just, I, it's why I get so depressed sometimes is because I still, to this very day, man, have complete faith in humanity. I do. I do. I think good will always win. I think heroes will always be born. Like, I'm getting choked up because I just, I genuinely get a sense of, like, pride from these thoughts. And I think those being at my core are what made me who I am. Those developed, like, I watched heroes die for strangers. I You know, I grew up hearing about just Hercules conquering the, against all odds. I I I had a I had a world of heroes to inspire me to be one. Um and that's cool man. I love cuz like I picture I go to like imaginary place with it, you know, like just I'm the hero, you know, I get a There's some weird It's hard to explain what it feels like to get a really amazing sense of happiness when you picture yourself dying saving someone else like that's what just happened that's why i got choked up because when i brought that up like i literally pictured you know my last words being like you know did they make it (laughs) and then i like die and i just the idea of see the idea of being that person is what is what has us here y'all and i can tell you just like i've told you all these other things Huh. That that light, that spirit, that is humanity. That's what makes us not animals. That's what makes us not monsters. That's what makes us human. Because that light, that love, that willingness to be a hero, it exists in all of us. Now it's differing varieties, but I promise you, if you if you look in, if you look, if you listen, if you feed. And you nurture that light, I'm telling you, man,
2: you too can be a hero. You have a hero within you,
1: each and every one of you. But being a hero ain't easy. Because even if you're only a hero to one person, you're still a hero. So as we fight these wars about Hogwarts and AI and the EPA burning chemicals. And as we talk and discuss and move forward, because that's ultimately what we always need to do is move forward. As we move forward in this world, we say hi to Cruel. and But we also say bye <laughs> to all of you great people. Because we got work to do, y'all. So we're coming back at 2 o'clock. We're going to be playing some video games. But I tell you. When you talk about Hogwarts, when you talk, when you hear and you're discussing these things, notice what the discussion is about and be the person that's adding to the positive aspect of it. And when you are injecting negativity, make sure it's for a reason. Don't just inject negativity because sometimes it feels good to make your enemies squirm. But if you got to do that, make sure they squirm a whole lot. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for being you. And from the bottom of my heart to yours. Love y'all. I'll see you tomorrow. Well, I'll see you in a couple hours or tomorrow, depending if you're here for the, for the market show or, you know, this show. But anyway,
2: see ya. So, dear
0: society, you suck. <laughs> Say no.
1: Love, YouTube. See you soon.